forth with grace. I am so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any injections that are going to be coming our way in the future, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace and ways that I might be helpful to you and your family. And that could very well be through a prayer request. So please feel free to reach out to me on my website at www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founder's Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible. And it does include historical documents from the Founders era. It is an amazing Bible for you and for your family, for your home. Highly recommend them. And you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also reading from the five-day Bible reading plan. And you can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.fivedaybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 208. Sorry, I was grabbing my paper. And if this is your first time here and you just happen to click on this episode, I'm so glad. You can see that we are reading the Bible in a year here. And you know what? I I like your style. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to jump in. So just jump in and finish the year, right? I mean, come on. It's, we can do this. I do not recommend that you wait until the first of the year. No, there just is frankly, there frankly is just not time. Let's get in the word of God, right? (laughs) I know, like, I needed it so much, and this year has been profound. So come on in, finish out the year, and then just go ahead and pick up on all of the uh, episodes before this one. That can be your year experience in the Bible, or you can absolutely just be like, you know what, okay, I'm starting today, and I'm a day one type of person. So go to the day one episode. It's right there, ready for you to go, right? And you can start today. Fantastic. All right, if you've been here since the beginning, you're amazing. All right. I know I say that like every episode, but I mean it. I truly do because this is a, it's a commitment. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, but it's so worth it. I I truly hope that you feel the same way. Like I I truly hope that God's word is just, just reshaping you and transforming your life. Right. I really hope that for you. Okay. Well, today we are going to be reading Jeremiah 43, 44, and 46, and 2 Peter 1. Jeremiah chapter 43. In Egypt, Jeremiah warns of judgment. But as soon as Jeremiah, whom the Lord their God had sent, and finished telling all the people all the words of the Lord their God, that is, all these words, Azariah, the son of Hoshaiah, and Johanan, the son of Kareah, And all the arrogant men said to Jeremiah, you are telling a lie. The Lord our God has not sent you to say you are not to enter Egypt to reside there. But Barak, the son of Neriah, is enticing you against us to give us over into the hand of the Chaldeans. So they will put us to death or exile us to Babylon. 
So Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces and all the people did not obey the voice of the Lord to stay in the land of Judah. But Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces took the entire remnant of Judah, who had returned from all the nations to which they had been driven away, in order to reside in the land of Judah. The men, the women, the children, the king's daughters, and every person that Nebuzaradan, the captain of the bodyguard, had left with Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, and the grandson of Shaphan, together with Jeremiah the prophet, and Baruch, the son of Neriah. And they entered the land of Egypt, for they did not obey the voice of the Lord, and went in as far as Tapanes. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah in Tapanes, saying, Take some large stones in your hands and hide them in the mortar in the brick terrace, which is at the entrance of Pharaoh's palace in Tapanes, in the sight of some of the Jews, and say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am going to send and get Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. My servant and I am going to set his throne right over these stones that I have hidden, and he will spread his canopy over them. He will also come and strike the land of Egypt, those who are meant for death, and will be given over to death, and those for captivity to captivity, and those for the sword to the sword. And I shall set fire to the temples of the gods of Egypt, and he will burn them and take them captive. So he will wrap himself with the land of Egypt as a shepherd wraps himself with his garment, and he will depart from there safely. He will also shatter the obelisks obelisks, and Heliopolis, which is the land of Egypt, and the temples of the gods of Egypt will burn with fire. Conquest of Egypt Predicted Chapter 44 The word that came to Jeremiah for all the Jews living in the land of Egypt, those who were living in Migdal, Tapanes, Memphis, and the land of Patros, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, You yourselves have seen all the calamity that I have brought on Jerusalem and all the cities of Judah, and behold, this day they are in ruins and no one lives in them, because of their wickedness which they committed so as to provoke me to anger, by continuing to burn sacrifices and to serve other gods whom they had not known, neither they, you, nor your fathers. Yet I sent you all my servants, the prophets, again and again, saying, Oh, do not do this abominable thing, which I hate. But they did not listen or incline their ears to turn from their wickedness, so as not to burn sacrifices to other gods. Therefore my wrath and my anger were poured out and burned in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, so they have become a ruin and a desolation as it is this day. Now then, thus says the Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, Why are you doing great harm to yourselves, so as to cut off from you man and woman, child and infant, from among Judah, leaving yourselves without remnant, provoking me to anger with the works of your hands, burning sacrifices to other gods in the land of Egypt, where you are entering to reside, so that you might be cut off and become a curse and a reproach among all the nations of the earth? Have you forgotten the wickedness of your fathers, the wickedness of the kings of Judah, and the wickedness of their wives, your own wickedness, and the wickedness of your wives, which they committed in the land of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? But they have not become contrite even to this day, and have they feared nor walked in my law or my statutes, which I have set before you and before your fathers. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, 
Behold, I am going to set my face against you for woe, even to cut off all Judah. And I will take away the remnant of Judah, who have set their mind on entering the land of Egypt to reside there, and they withal meet their end in the land of Egypt. They will fall by the sword and meet their end by famine. Both small and great will die by the sword and famine, and they will become a curse, an object of horror, an imprecation, and a reproach. And I will punish those who live in the land of Egypt, as I have punished Jerusalem, with the sword, with famine, and with pestilence. So there will be no refugees or survivors from the remnant of Judah who have entered the land of Egypt to reside there and then to return to the land of Judah, to which they are longing to return and live. For none will return except a few refugees. Then all the men who were aware that their wives were burning sacrifices to other gods, along with all the women who were standing by, as a large assembly, including all the people who were living in Patros, in the land of Egypt, responded to Jeremiah, saying, As for the message that you have spoken to us in the name of the Lord, we are not going to listen to you, but rather we will certainly carry out every word that has proceeded from our mouths by burning sacrifices to the Queen of Heaven and pouring out drink offerings to her, just as we ourselves, our forefathers, our kings, and our princes did in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then we had plenty of food and were well off and saw no misfortune. But since we stopped burning sacrifices to the Queen of Heaven and pouring out drink offerings to her, we have lacked everything and have met our end by the sword and by famine. And, said the women, when we were burning sacrifices to the Queen of Heaven and were pouring out drink offerings to her, was it without our husbands that we made for her sacrificial cakes in her image and poured out drink offerings to her? Calamity for the Jews. Then Jeremiah said to all the people, to the men and women, even to all the people who were giving him such an answer, saying, As for the smoking sacrifices that you burned in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, you and your forefathers, your kings and your princes, and the people of the land, did not the Lord remember them, and did not all this come into his mind? So the Lord was no longer able to endure it, because of the evil of your deeds, because of the abominations which you have committed. Thus your land has become a ruin, an object of horror, and a curse, without an inhabitant, as it is this day. Because you have burned sacrifices, and have sinned against the Lord, and not obeyed the voice of the Lord, or walked in his law, his statutes, or his testimonies, therefore this calamity has befallen you, as it has this day." Then Jeremiah said to all the people, including all the women, Hear the word of the Lord, all Judah, and who are in the land of Egypt. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, as follows, As for you and your wives, you have spoken with your mouths and fulfilled it with your hands, saying, We will certainly perform our vows, that we have vowed to burn sacrifices to the Queen of Heaven and pour out drink offerings to her. Go ahead and confirm your vows and certainly perform your vows. Nevertheless, Hear the word of the Lord, all Judah who are living in the land of Egypt. Behold, I have sworn my great name, says the Lord. Never shall my name be invoked again by the mouth of any man of Judah in all the land of Egypt, saying, As the Lord God lives, behold, I am watching over them for harm and not for good, and all the men of Judah who are in the land of Egypt will meet their end by the sword and by famine until they are completely gone. Those who escape the sword will return out of the land of Egypt 
to the land of Judah, few in number. Then all the remnant of Judah who have gone to the land of Egypt to reside there will know whose, whose word will stand, mine or theirs. This will be the sign to you, declares the Lord, that I am going to punish you in this place so that you may know that my words will surely stand against you for harm. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am going to give over Pharaoh, Hophrah, a king of Egypt, to the hand of the enemies, to the hand of those who seek his life, just as I gave over Zedekiah, king of Judah, to the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, who was his enemy and was seeking his life. Chapter 46, Defeat of Pharaoh Foretold. That which came as the word of the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the nations, to Egypt concerning the army of Pharaoh, Necho, king of Egypt, which was by the Euphrates River at Karshemish, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, defeated in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. Line up the shield and buckler and draw near for the battle. Harness the horses and mount the steeds and take your stand with helmets on. Polish the spears, put on the scale armor. Why have I seen it? They are terrified, they are drawing back, and their mighty men are defeated and have taken refuge in flight. Without facing back, terror is on every side, declares the Lord. Let not the swift man flee, nor the mighty man escape. In the north, beside the river Euphrates, they have stumbled and fallen. Who is this that rises like the Nile, like the rivers whose waters surge about? Egypt rises like the Nile even like the rivers whose waters surge about. And he has said, I will rise and cover that land. I will surely destroy the city and its inhabitants. Go up, you, you horses, and drive madly, you chariots, that the mighty men may march forward. Ethiopia and put, and put that handle the shield, and the Lydians that handed and bend the bow. For that day belongs to the Lord, God of hosts, a day of vengeance, so as to avenge himself on his foes. And the sword will devour and be satiated, and drink its fill of their blood. For there will be a slaughter for the Lord God of hosts in the land of the north by the river Euphrates. Go up to Galeed and obtain balm, O virgin daughter of Egypt. In vain you have, multi have you multiplied remedies, there is no healing for you. The nations have heard of your shame, and the earth is full of your cry of distress. For one warrior has stumbled over another, add both of them, and both of them have fallen down together. This is the message which the Lord spoke to Jeremiah the prophet about the coming of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, to smite the land of Egypt. Declare in Egypt and proclaim in Migdal, proclaim also in Memphis and Talpenes. Say, take your stand and get yourself ready, for the sword has devoured those around you. Why have your mighty ones become prostrate? They do not stand because the Lord has thrust them down. They have repeatedly stumbled. Indeed, they have fallen one against another. Then they said, get up and let us go back to our own people and our native land away from the sword of the oppressor. They cried there, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, is but a big noise. He has let the appointed time pass by. As I live, declares the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts, surely one shall come who looms up like Tabor among the mountains or like Carmel by the sea. Mark your baggage ready for exile, O daughter dwelling in Egypt, for Memphis will become a desolation. It will even be burned down and bereft of inhabitants. 
Egypt is a pretty heifer, but a horsefly is coming from the north. It is coming. Also, her mercenaries in her midst are like fattened calves, for even they, too, have turned back and have fled away together. They did not stand their ground, for the day of their calamity has come upon them, the time of their punishment. It is Its sound moves along like a serpent, for they move on like an army and come to her as woodcutters with axes. They have cut down her forest, declares the Lord. Surely it will no more be found, even though they are now more numerous than locusts and are without number. The daughter of Egypt has been put to shame, given over to the power of the people of the north. The Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I am going to punish Ammon of Thebes and Pharaoh and Egypt, along with her gods and her kings, even Pharaoh and those who trust in him. I shall give them over to the power of those who are seeking their lives, even into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and into the hand of his officers. Afterwards, however, it will be inhabited as in the days of old, declares the Lord. But as for you, O Jacob, my servant, do not fear, nor be dismayed, O Israel. For see, I am going to save you from afar, and your descendants from the land of their captivity, and Jacob will return and be undisturbed, and secure with no one making him tremble. O Jacob, my servant, do not fear, declares the Lord, for I am with you, for I will make a full end of all the nations where I have driven you. Yet I will not make a full end of you, but I will correct you properly and by no means leave you unpunished. The second letter of Peter, chapter 1, Growth in Christian Virtue. Simon Peter, a bond servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received a faith of the same kind as ours, by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that his divine power was granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us <clears throat> his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Now, for this very reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence, and in your moral excellence, knowledge, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, perseverance, and in your perseverance, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Therefore, brethren, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you, for as long as you practice these things, you will never stumble. For in this way, the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be abundantly, abundantly supplied to you. Therefore, I will always be ready to remind you of these things, even though you already know them and have been established in the truth which is present with you. I consider it right, as long as I am in this earthly dwelling, to stir you up by way of reminder, knowing that the laying aside of my earthly dwelling is imminent, as also our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me, and I will also be diligent that any, that at any time after my departure 
you will be able to call these things to mind eyewitnesses for we did not know so for we did not follow cleverly devised tales when we made known to you the power and coming of our lord jesus christ but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty for when he received honor and glory from god the father such as an utterance as this was made to him by the majestic glory this is my beloved son with whom i am well pleased and we ourselves heard this utterance made from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. So we have the prophetic word made more sure to which you do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star arises in your hearts. But know this first of all, that no prophecy of scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. And those are readings today. It sounds like in Jeremiah there might be some hope for for Jacob. Whew. Goodness, I can only imagine what they were going through. And we can we continue on with the second letter of Peter. And I love him describing um, when he heard God say, uh, for when he received honor and glory from God the Father, such an utterance as this was made to him by the majestic glory. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. And we ourselves heard this utterance made from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain just it, I mean it's just so amazing to think about I mean I, I I can't even imagine I know I I know I've said this before you know just about being in Jesus presence when he's healing someone or feeding thousands of people or when God speaks to him right I mean it's just it's like wow so what a what a powerful um, place we found ourselves today in the Bible. Just a place of awe, a place of awe of our Savior Jesus. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time together today. Thank you for your devotion to us. Thank you for your loving kindness and your compassion in sending your son to save us from our sins so that we may be joined with you again and live eternal life. Thank you. Thank you for providing us with people like Peter and Paul that helped to build the very first church, the very first book the beginning of the body of Christ. We are so thankful for them and for their eyewitness accounts and for their experiences with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus, with you. I know that I find myself in awe today. And thank you. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that this uplifted you today and just left you in a place of maybe just not even having the words to describe what you feel in your heart. Jesus is everything. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.